Hey there, lady. My name is Molly Conley, and I'm devoted to helping women reinvent their love lives, whether that's after divorce, dating on and off the apps, or in their committed relationship. Why? Because I've been there. I'm a former college athlete who filed for divorce three years into marriage, swam in the online dating pool into my late 30s, and now I am married to the man of my spreadsheet dreams who I met four months before the world shut down. As a dating and relationship coach, I help my clients shift the focus from being obsessed with finding Mr. Right to shifting to herself as Miss Right Now. We build a foundation filled with clarity, connection, and confidence, knowing she is worth waiting for. Each week on the podcast, I'll bring you love life insights and savvy guests where you will receive the courage to release programmed limiting beliefs. Discover patterns and behaviors restricting you from finding and attracting quality men and ways to choose yourself first so you can build a foundation for a healthy relationship with yourself and a partner. Hey there, lady. Just a reminder that I am out on medical leave until the end of July. If you're new here, no need to worry as these episodes are still relevant and will be helpful for you. Now, if you've been here a while, I have to ask you, are you implementing everything that I teach on this podcast? What else can you learn? What else can you even apply? By the way, I will still be connecting with those who are on my email list. So if you want to join, head to my website to subscribe or take my 16 question quiz about what's sabotaging your love life. And with that, let's get started with the episode. Hey there, lady. Welcome back to the Reinventing the Arena podcast. I had quite a few new followers on Instagram over the last few weeks, as well as more people following and subscribing to the podcast. So thank you so much. With that being said, it's been quite a while since I shared my story. So today I'm going to share a story that I've only honestly shared with close friends. Um, I feel that this is just, you know, this story was just the tipping point of my journey of not only finding love, but also becoming a dating and relationship coach to help women like yourself. So my story started about 13 years ago, back in 2010. It was the Sunday night of Memorial Day weekend, and my husband and I had gone outside into our front yard and had a fire pit, invited our neighbors over. So everyone, you know, brought their own chairs, had their own drinks, brought snacks to share, and it was just a fun little gathering um, of sharing just, you know, regular conversation and jokes. Since my husband was a nurse and had to work the next day, he ended his night earlier than the rest of us. After finishing our last beverage around the fire, my neighbors and I called it a night. So I went into the bedroom and I noticed and actually was surprised to see my husband. He was still up on his phone texting, but he quickly put it aside and we went to bed. In the morning, I woke up to the sound of water from the shower and I realized I needed to get up to make him coffee before he left for work. As I started to become you know, more present while laying in there in the bed. Um, I had this kind of what I would like to say, like a gut feeling, an internal knowing that I had to check my husband's phone. 
he had left it on the nightstand, which was completely out of character for him. So I pulled up his last text messages to see what his mom, best friend, or a coworker sent him that night because he was just, you know, texting so frantically when I had come into the bedroom. Instead, I saw message after message from different phone numbers. I had so much fun last night. When can I see you again? I miss you too. I wanted to say that I love you. Four or more different messages from multiple women. My heart just dropped and tightness started to form in my throat. I, I didn't notice that I was literally holding my breath until I heard the shower turn off. So I set his phone back down the way he had had it and like I collected myself. Basically, I put on my poker face. Um, I forced all of my emotions of anger, sadness, and heartbreak further down into my body. And so much so that I was trying not to let my hands tremble from the mix of emotions. At that moment, I went into the kitchen. I made him coffee and said goodbye before he headed off to work. Deep down, I didn't want to fail as a couple. I wanted to know what I did wrong in our marriage in order to fix it. The next day I confronted him with what I knew and I asked him to go with me to couples therapy. Even though he partially admitted what he had done, he told me that I was making it a bigger deal than what it needed to be. He said, this happens all the time and we just need to pretend it never happened. <laughs> so I continued to beg him to go to therapy with me, but he wouldn't. So I decided I would try for the both of us and I went by myself. So during my time with my therapist, we worked through what had not been working in our relationship and came up with new ways for me to approach him um, to see if I could make the marriage work. So after one session, I would feel super empowered and convinced that this would be like the one thing that would get us back together or get us back to how we used to be. But it wouldn't because my husband wasn't receptive. I would then go back to therapy, you know, the next week and be brokenhearted, so confused. And we would come up with something again and the cycle would just continue back and forth week by week. So then in one session, I told my, my therapist, I'm like, we have done every single thing that we have discussed and nothing is working. He's not willing, you know, to work with me on this. And that is when I remember this moment and I remember it so clearly. She said that she was going to stop being my therapist for a moment and she was going to be my friend. So she said, you know, Molly, as a friend, I think it's time to consider divorce. And in that moment, I knew she was right. I just needed someone to say it. I just needed to hear it. I needed to know that it was okay and that divorce was okay to have an option. But now I had this decision to make, stay in the hypothetical, legally binding marriage that left me feeling like a failure, left me feeling isolated, and left me feeling unlovable. Or I could take a chance and 
choose myself by getting divorced. And that's what I did. I chose myself. But, you know, choosing yourself isn't hard, but you want to know it is hard. Challenging all those limiting beliefs, um, those people-pleasing tendencies that come out of the woodwork, all the ways we self-sabotage ourselves, the fears that we have around, um, you know, relationships failing, the ideas of perfectionism, like even just the things that we see on Instagram or how we see other people's relationships and think they're perfect. And then also all the people that you never even thought all the people, just everyone you can think of right now coming into your life and telling you what you're doing wrong or how you did it wrong for your relationship to fail. And so when I started to challenge these things and, you know, those certain people in my life, I had to face my deepest fear at the time that I would never find someone to love me. And that when I took a big chance on someone and it doesn't work out, that I would be right back where I started alone. Since I didn't want to be alone, I did what I could to find someone to love me. So I read as many self-help books about relationships as possible. I then also went back to that therapist and did EMDR therapy for 13 months straight with her um, to the point where she's like, you no longer need my services. She basically kicked me out of therapy. But it wasn't until I met a friend of a friend who was a career coach that I started to notice a pattern. I saw it first within my career because that's what she and I were talking about. Um, and I basically was looking for consistent validation at work. And then I discovered I was doing something very similar in my love life. And I had this moment where I realized the entire time I was working on myself so that I could find love when all I needed to do was work on myself for myself to fall in love with me first. And that's when my life reinvented itself. The reason why I'm sharing this story with you is because the inner work is the most effective way to find love. And this may be relevant to you right now because you're probably in a situation where you know that you need to choose yourself for yourself, not just for finding love, but because some of those dating patterns and self-sabotaging behaviors are getting in your way of not only finding love, but fully loving yourself. And more than likely, there's been a desire to do this inner work because why else would you be listening to this podcast? I just want you to realize that it's actually when you do that inner work that you step out of your comfort zone, out of those sabotaging behaviors and out of those dating patterns, and you go all in for you. And that's where the magic and love happens. And you already know that because I bet you've taken small steps to even get to where you are right now here listening to this podcast. Like, I don't even need to prove it to you. You can prove it to yourself. If my story of choosing myself in the face of fear of never finding someone to love me resonated with you, then I think you are in the right place. Earlier this year, a client of mine asked me what steps she needed to take, like I did, to find love within herself and then with a man. 
So rather than just giving her some random advice, I sat down and I built a framework for her to work through. If you have the same question, I'm happy to share it with you. I turned this into what I call building love inside and out, which became my eight week group coaching course. Building love inside and out is really for the woman who feels you know, ready to be energized and fulfilled and confident in her love life again. Maybe you're ready to rediscover your worth and deepen your self-trust. So you stop settling for men that don't treat you right once and for all. Maybe you are, you know, at a good step where you're done ignoring those red flags that keep you in relationships for too long because you're chasing unavailable men who have turned into projects, not partners, because you're wanting to show him how good the relationship could be. So it's time for you to unlearn the patterns, unlearn the behaviors that keep attracting the same men and having the same relationships over and over again. It's time to move outside of what you know and create those boundaries for the deepest desires of your future self. It's time to evaluate and elevate your standards, no matter what others think, say, or do. It's time to choose you. So within building love inside and out, this is going to help you release those patterns on sabotaging behaviors to create and embrace a newfound love for yourself. And each week, we're going to remove the layers to get you to the core of you in order to develop a foundation for your love life. Now, I've heard this before from certain people, what they would love to have in a group coaching program, but I am not, (laughs) there are things that you're not going to learn in this program. So get ready. And if this is something that you're looking for, this is not for you. Ways to level up your dating profile to find your soulmate 90 days or less. This is not the 90 day fiance show. Thank you. How to get your partner to fall back in love with you. That's not my bag. Affirmations to stop you from contacting your ex. I'm going to tell you they don't fucking work. Ways to create and manifest your perfect man. We can go ahead and cut out all the different men in magazines and post them on a board, but that's not going to bring the man into your life. Okay. Can't manifest him jumping off and into your arms. A recipe for love potion number nine to have men falling on your feet. Girl, I can only cook. I can't make potions. That's not my bag either. Masculine and feminine energies to balance your love life. Now, while that sounds very interesting, I don't have that background. I'm not going to teach things that I don't know. Then flirting strategies, scripted date text, and creative pickup lines. No, no, and no. I can't even think about flirting strategies anymore. It's been way too long. How to stop your partner's sabotaging behavior that's ruining your relationship. Hmm. I'm not going to get into that one because I'm not coaching your partner in this group. This is a ladies only sort of coaching program. But instead, here's what building love inside and out can answer for you. How do I stop attracting toxic men keeping me stuck in shitty relationships? How will I know this person is right for me, even if they have the qualities I'm looking for? How do I know if I'm using intuition or fear when making decisions in my love life? How can I trust myself not to fall back into relationships that are not good for me? 
how do I choose myself when my love life doesn't seem clear? And how do I date intentionally with confidence? So building love inside it out, like I said, is an eight week group coaching course, and it's going to start on Monday, September 18th. And you're probably thinking, Molly, it's so long away from here, but there's reasons why I'm giving you the details right now. You're going to have eight weekly core sessions taught live and they're going to be recorded. So here I'll teach you my framework to do the inner work so you can create that solid foundation we were talking about so that you can build that healthy long-term relationship. We will also have eight group coaching calls, and these are going to be where you can ask specific questions, whether it's about an upcoming date, um, a random text that you got, and what type of situationship you're in, or even really the week's theme. Plus, we're going to have a private community of only the 11 of us, so 10 women plus me. And those women are going to be on a mission like yourself to put themselves first so that they never have to find themselves in a shitty relationship again. And they're here in the community knowing that they're not alone. Now, I'm also going to give some bonus personalized accountable support. So each week you're going to receive a check-in form to submit to me and I'm going to dive into it, see where you need support and send you a reply on Sunday nights. Then after week three, you're going to have the opportunity to schedule two one-on-one coaching sessions with me for at the last five weeks of the course. And you're probably thinking like, that's great, Molly, but what are these weekly themes? (laughs) What am I going to learn? Well, week one is understanding yourself in love. And here we're going to recognize what's really going on so you can come back to yourself first in your love life. Week two is exposing your dating and relationship myths. So what to do when bitterness, resentment, and hopelessness gets Like it sets in so that you can bust through those personal blocks, keeping you stuck. Week three is understanding your love life patterns. What we're going to figure out is what is meeting your needs right now so that you can turn your destructive patterns into new behaviors for yourself and your love life. Week four is giving yourself grace and taking ownership. So how does your self-care today impacts your needs tomorrow so that you can make better choices for yourself and your love life. Week five is building the foundation of your future self, deepening your self-trust and self-worth so that you can recognize your fears, remember your value, and hone in on your intuition. Week six is prioritizing yourself with boundaries, creating boundaries for a healthy relationship to self so that you can prioritize yourself first in and out of love. Week seven, we are going to get crystal clear for your love life. This is where you get the relationship clarity you did not know you needed. So you can step into the version of you who's in a healthy relationship. And last but not least, week eight is showing up with love as your future self. So recognizing your new self with confidence and contentment so you can make efficient decisions and intentionally choose yourself first. All of this is the same sort of framework, the same sort of steps that I took to get to where I am today, married to a man in a healthy relationship who loves me deeply. So Here's a question that I received from someone who's already on the wait list. She asked me if she needs to attend every single thing live. You don't have to. So here's what's great. On Monday morning, you're going to receive 
you know, an email with our weekly theme, the schedule, the group call question form, and your check-in form. And then on Tuesdays, I'm going to teach live over Zoom. If you can't make it, no worries. Like I said, it's going to be recorded and it's going to be 60 minutes long. And then the last few days of the week, we're going to be able to do our Q&A. But before we determine if it's Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, we're actually going to vote as a group. And when we vote, we're going to figure out the time that we will have the lesson on Tuesdays. And then we're going to figure out the, both the day of the week and the time for the group call. This way, we know what works best for every single person and try to get as many people there as possible. So what's your next steps? First of all, if you're not on the wait list, please get on the wait list. And, and here's why. I'm closing the wait list on Friday, July 21st. But why is this also important that I'm closing it so early? Well, the people on the wait list are getting three additional perks for being such a go-getter. They are going to have a private Q&A over Zoom, early application access, and $500 off the entire program. And for those that are already on the waitlist, they know what the additional perk is, but I'm going to announce it in full details over the Q&A. Well, let's say you're listening to this and it's after July 21st. What does that mean for you? Well, that means you're going to have to wait until applications open up on Monday, August 7th. I'm only accepting 10 women into the private community and waitlist members get first dibs to apply. The application deadline is then Friday, September 1st. With that being said, I'm only accepting 10 women that are going to fit within the community, that are within the mission of working on themselves so that they can really build that foundation for themselves and the love that they want. So once you apply, it's time to watch your inbox. You will be notified no later than Monday, September 11th, if you've been accepted into building love inside and out. The earlier you apply, the better chance you have at getting in. So get on that wait list if it's still open when you're listening to this. All right, lady, thank you so much for listening to the story that I literally have only shared with a few close friends. Um, like I said, this was just the tipping point of my journey of not only finding love and discovering how to love myself, but also with becoming a dating and relationship coach for women like you. And if you are interested in building love inside and out, go to enjoy that wait list. If you have questions, you know where to find me. All right. Until next time, lady, enjoy your day and don't forget to choose yourself.